1: That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to DIPSEA stories.com slash just dot Dipsystories.com slash just
0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder,
1: And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is tired of having the should we break up conversation. Mm. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners.
0: Correct. We are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love.
1: All right, let's get right into our letter. This letter comes from Just Hanging Tight, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing from The Abyss. Hey fam. So I've been with my partner, they, them for a year and a half. And though we completely you hauled it for the straight audience members, this is a term for lesbianish partnerships where they move extremely fast early on in the relationship. We officially have no, nope, we actually officially moved in together this last month. My partner, I'll call them Fern, has been going through some tough times of just self-doubting, wondering what they're supposed to be doing with their life, dealing with depression and weight gain while simultaneously also dealing with their gender dysphoria, considering top surgery, and has also recently self-diagnosed themselves as being on the autism spectrum. It's a lot. I've been trying to be there for them and just listen. They struggle to even find words for all of the heavy, heavy things they are processing. And a lot of the times, all they can say is, I'm just unhappy. This season that Fern is going through is not the reason why I'm writing to you, but merely context. The problem is that for the last three months, almost like clockwork, around the exact same time of the month, Fern goes through this whole thing where they are seriously doubting the relationship. They will say something along the script of, I love you so much, but I feel like we are completely different. And I also miss what it was like when I was single and I took care of myself. Usually when this Mm -hmm. happens, I just listen and even take notes for them when they're in a place of being able to process. And every time this conversation happens, they immediately feel better. And they're so glad that they opened up. They're so appreciative that I'm a safe place for their feelings and we carry on in a better place. Now, Sierra, I feel like you'll resonate with me because every time we have this conversation, my abandonment wound gets ripped wide the fuck open and I then spend the next few weeks wondering when the next shoe drop moment will happen. I find myself walking on eggshells and just trying to be accommodating as possible. I have so much empathy for the very real and hard feelings that are bombarding Fern, and I'm glad that we do have open lines of communication. I guess I'm just struggling because every time this conversation happens, Fern will say something like, I shouldn't be having doubts. I should just be feeling 100% good about this relationship. So since I'm having doubts, then I worry that maybe we shouldn't be together. I believe that all relationships have highs and lows. It's a natural cycle. It's really difficult to try to convey this concept to Fern. And then I remind myself that when Fern is feeling this way, that it is all or nothing thinking, right? Which tells me that they're genuinely in a fight or flight mode and their entire system is flooded. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this makes sense given all of the things that they're currently working through. So I guess my question is, how many times is too many times to go through the should we break up conversation before Fern should just shit or get off the pot? They're in therapy, but it's still fairly new. And I keep trying to remind them of the myriad of very serious life things that they're going through right now. I also genuinely believe that I'm one of the few people in their life that truly understands the full breadth of their experience. And I have so much compassion for the weight of it all. Not to mention that if we did break up, I really don't feel like it would solve their problems. And even though, th- and even through this hardship, I still love the shit out of this beautiful human and I really love my life with them. But my damn abandonment wound fam, this is occurring so much that the wound is taking more and more time to heal. This was a therapeutic exercise in writing it down and I appreciate your time in reading it. I would really appreciate any insight you might have about this tender situation.
0: Oh, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with what you're, you're right is a very tender, tender situation. Mm. Um I have a lot of compassion for everyone involved, and I'm really honored that you chose to share this letter with us. Um, I think it can be really hard to strike the balance between caretaking and affirming somebody's doubts while still advocating for the peace and love that you deserve. You know, striking a balance, I mean, the fact that you take notes for somebody while they're contemplating out loud how they miss being single and like to, you know, sometimes imagine themselves without you and aren't hundred percent happy. Like that is self-flagellation <laughs> <laughs> at the fucking peak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let me caretake for you while you are contemplating breaking up with me. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I think that we, <laughs> you know, that there's, there's a lot of compassion missing in this world. So let me be the first to tell you that that is a beautiful thing that you do. And also I know personally, as you said in the letter, how hard it is to care for others while you're caring or to care for yourself while you're caring for others. Mm. Um, so hopefully we'll dive into some of the nuance of that, how to, how to navigate a relationship, um, When one person doesn't know if they want to be there or not. I don't know. We'll get into all of that in just a minute. (laughs) But first, we're going to take a quick break. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within
1: reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 gold jewelry. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince
0: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and
1: just hanging tight. I, like Sierra said, thank you so much for writing to us about this. And, um, this is really a pickle that you're in. Um, and I, I do want to create space for the idea that, um, relationships might have doubt in them and that it's okay for us to be in a place where we're yes. looking at our relationship, especially one that, you know, is relatively new and being like, is this something that I want to be doing? Right? Like I'm not feeling super yes. happy right now. And is that, just because, you know, I'm in a time in my life where this is great or like things are, are challenging for me, or is it because I'm deeply unhappy in this relationship? And I think, yeah. I think that that's like a, a healthy and that can be, let me say that, that can be a healthy and constructive way of moving through relationships and doing self check-ins to be, to be really true to yep. whether or not we want to be in things. Um, and there's also a way in which perpetual doubt in a relationship can grind the relationship into something that it's not going to be working. Right. Like, uh, and, and I think that there's, I appreciate how much time and care you are putting into holding the idea that it's okay that your partner isn't all in all the time. Right. Like, and that, that part of what you would like to do to support and love this person is to hold that truth with them. And, I also want to say that you are not this person's therapist, right? You are not an objective outsider in this relationship. You are not somebody who, whose entire mode of being in this relationship is to help them process through what they need to process through. It's not your job. You are, you are Mm -hmm. also in this relationship. The words that they say about this relationship Impact you because you are also part of this relationship. And I, again, want to hold space to the idea that like, it's okay to doubt relationships. Okay. It's okay to process through whether or not you want to be with somebody. I think that it's really challenging to do that with the person who you are having these questions about and, and yes. What I'm concerned about in this is not that they're having doubts about what's happening in this relationship or even that they're in a time in their life where there's a lot going on for them and that you are trying to find a way to hold that with them. I think that that's beautiful and wonderful and and great. What I am concerned about is the fact that the way that the dynamics of this relationship are showing up is that you are doing a lot of work to not be hurt by the things that she are saying or the things that they are saying which are hurtful, right. Which are, Mm -hmm. which are not great things to hear. And instead of being like, how am I processing through the hurt that this is causing with them? Right. I'm going to reflect back to them what they're saying and how that's landing on me. Instead, you're just sort of like, here's all of the reasons why they're doing the thing that they're doing. Yeah. And I have nothing to say about it. Right. Like I'm, my job here is just to hold it. And not to, and to take it. And I don't think that that's what your job is in this relationship, right? I think that that part of what needs to happen in this is not just a one way conversation where they tell you everything about what's going on with them and the doubts that they're having about all of this relationship, but something that is much more reciprocal, something that is much more an understanding of the ways in which their behavior in this relationship is causing you to doubt whether or not this relationship is sustainable for you. Right. And I think that, I think that you owe it to yourself to share some of that out loud with this person. And I think you honestly owe it to them to not just be a wall on which they can throw all of the paint that they want to, but instead like a co-creator of whatever art you're creating in this relationship.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I find that the sentence, you know, how many times is too many times to go through the should we break up conversation before Fern should just shit or get off the pot. Sure. And I want to point out that that is an extension of that black and white thinking that you're trying to work against, that they are the ones to, de- <laughs> yeah. to decide uh-huh. if the relationship is over or not. And obviously I know that's a little bit more complicated because like you don't want it to end I'm guessing right Mm -hmm. but that's that's another thing there's not a lot in this letter to say I want to stay in this relationship because of these reasons or this is what feels good when we are good or or whatever I I see a ton of caretaking and not just caretaking I see a ton of compassion and patience Mm -hmm. and active processing for all of these big feelings on one side of the relationship. Um, and obviously you're putting a lot of your feelings into this letter and your abandonment wound and all of these things, but it's not just should Fern shit or get off the pot. It's should you <laughs> shit or get off the pot or to take it one step farther. Like what if it's not all or nothing thinking? What if we say like, well, what do what does the relationship need to wear this cyclical intense self-doubt about the quality or the purpose of the relationship how can we how can we develop tools or strategies or conversations or whatever it needs so that this isn't so intense all the time like mm. to channel 2018 Sierra a little bit when we started this podcast like this is a little bit Of a red flag for me, especially the sentence like when I was single and I took care of myself, like Mm. what makes your partner think that they can't take care of themselves when they're in partnership with someone else? What makes them think that, you know, once a month for three months, they can say, I'm not sure about this relationship, um, but we're, we're so different. Like, I'm, I want to echo what Sam said. It is not just. Okay, it's so normal to question a relationship. That's okay. Yep. That's that's not what I'm pushing back on here. What I am pushing back on is, um, these extreme statements and no adaptation to them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, okay, so what can we what can we learn what what can we what can we do differently so that next month doesn't happen like this? Um, I I I guess also just like a general pause to say, this sounds really hard. If I haven't said it already, you know, we can have all the compassion in, in our hearts in the world for other people, for what they're going through. We can understand why they are challenged right now to show up in, you know, a more healthy, stable way. Uh, we can try so hard to to make ourselves so small as to accommodate everyone else. And it's really hard. This is all really hard. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. this is, this would make me question myself. This would make me anxious. This would make it hard to sleep. This would make it hard to enjoy the good times. So just, just general affirmation. I want to say it's something really random and mildly off topic. <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> and I just have to, because I am in my late thirties. So I'm thinking about like bodies and hormones and changing, you know, whatever. Uh, it, I also want to note like almost like clockwork on a monthly cycle makes me think about hormones yeah. and I don't know what hormones your partner has. Mm-hmm. We all have hormones, hormones, no matter our, our gender identity or the sex we were assigned at birth. We all have a hormonal cycle and um, we all have chemicals in our bodies that are balanced or imbalanced or whatever the fuck, you know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. I saw in an interview the other day that Kelly Clarkson's, this is so fucking random, but (laughs) Kelly Clarkson was like, my range changes whether or not I'm on my period because of inflammation. And I was like, wow. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Bodies
1: Bodies are 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 so weird weird. is why
0: I was saying that. (laughs) Yep. And so I just, you know, if, if Fern is on the beginning of their therapy journey and they're, they're, self-diagnosis journey. Like, you know, there, when I was coming off of breastfeeding, um, there was, I knew like clockwork once a month, I would text Willow and say, I'm batshit crazy right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad and I'm angry, you know? And this is, I, um, this is not meant to be like diagnose diagnostic or pejorative or, or, anything. This is just meant to say there sometimes, um, there's more than just what's at the surface, as you know, from the way that you've described. And maybe that's something that you can bring to Fern to say like, Hey, I've noticed that there's a cycle to this. Mm. I've noticed that there's not just a, a not just a, a time cycle, like not just that it happens at the same time of the month. Um, but that there is, yeah. uh, you know, that you, you say all these big things, I affirm them and then you feel better, you know? Yep. What can we do to progress this cycle or what can we notice about the time, um, the, 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 things that bring on these feelings? Are you feeling extra uneasy? Are you, are you having trouble sleeping? Are you, you know, like there's bodies are wild. That's all I want to say to that. Sure. All bodies are wild. No matter, no matter what sex you were assigned at birth, you know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: And the, and Obviously, bodies are a huge part of that, but also like our own psychological growth. Yes, right. Totally. Also goes through cycles too, um, and and one of the things that we can do is is to start to get n- good at noticing the patterns, right? So that when yes, we when exactly. the pattern comes back up again, we can say, I right. ah, yes, here this thing is. I've been here before. I know this thing. I know it will pass or I know the things that I need to do in order to, to help me in this, this pattern. Right. Like, yes, I know in January, the month of my dad's death, right. Like shit yep. comes up for me. So I prepare yeah, for it. Right. Totally. Like, and I, and I, I do what I need to do to help see me through that or, or, I'm also very like the changing of the seasons is always something that like impacts me emotionally. And like, it's something, it's like, yes, here we are again. It's the seasons are changing. Of course, these feelings are coming up for me. And so I think maybe helping your partner see the cycle that they're in around this, like Sierra said, might be helpful to be like, yep. So last month we had the same conversation and I'm noticing that it's happening every month. So like, what's like, what is the thing that's sort of driving this? Mm -hmm. Right. And again, this is you being really helpful for your partner and this is also something that their therapist could also be doing with them. And I hope that their yes, therapist yes. is, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I do I... want you to also say, this is a thing that keeps happening every month and this is the impact that it has on me, right? Like I want impact, you to be- Impact,
0: impact, impact. Yes. I want to hear about your impact. Yes. That's it, Sam. absolutely. that's the I want word. You,
1: I want you to be part of this cycle too, right? It's not just about yes. them. It's also, it's a cycle of your relationship. It's a cycle about both of you. And it's not your job to be so self-effacing that you just let them say whatever they want to say and just take it, right? Like, I want you to also say, let them say what they need to say and also understand, help them understand how that lands on you, how that makes you feel, how it makes you feel about your relationship, the fact that they're doubting it every month on the month, right? And, And this thing that you're sort of saying about, like, And I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to be helpful for them. I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to understand. And also this like a, this like abandonment wound keeps coming up in me. And I'm like, maybe that's an abandonment wound, but also like, maybe it's just like a normal reaction to your partner telling you that you don't, that they are doubting being with you. (laughs) Like, I I, like, You know what I mean? I, I understand this urge that we, that we have. I have this too to sort of like pathologize some of our reactions and responses to things as if every reaction or response is like somehow tied to something we need to heal.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: I don't think that that's happening right now, right? Like...
0: I could not handle... Th- th- I couldn't handle three months. I couldn't handle one month. No. If my partner said this to me. No, absolutely not. I w- we would be in couples therapy. <laughs> I would be... Absolutely. I would be drinking. I mean, like, I would, I would be, this would challenge me three months in a row. I would have shaved my head and I'd be living in a yurt by now.
1: (laughs) For sure. For sure. I think, like, there's, I don't think that this is speaking to some like deep unhealed wound that is your problem to solve. Right. I think, that hey, that's <laughs> it. you know what I mean? Like, I think that this is speaking to a dynamic in your relationship that is unsustainable for you two, And that's okay. It doesn't have to be like, a, yes. I need to figure out how to react and respond perfectly to what's happening here yes. so that I can hold their truth without my truth getting yeah. in the way of it. But instead yeah. saying like, No, this is true. Both of these things are true at the same time. And both of them need to be considered in how we are working together on this relationship.
0: I was thinking, too, like, you know, maybe these statements are so blunt and um, direct because that's their communication style because of, you know, maybe they are on the autistic spectrum. You know what I mean? And maybe this is just the way that they communicate their feelings. And to me, it feels really It feels too blunt, right? Sure. Um, And that truth can be held in the exact same breath as when you say those things, this is how it makes me feel. This is what I'm carrying. This is what I'm processing. All of that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that the long and short of it, my love, is that you... Are in this relationship as well, that, that you deserve mm-hmm. space in it, that you deserve to have your own experience of this relationship seen by your partner and that, and that your concerns about how this relationship is functioning are just as valid as their doubts about whether or not this relationship is working for them. Right. Right. And, and right. you deserve to be able to, to hold that truth, both of those truths in this relationship with your partner, because you, there's two of you in it, no matter how much we want to self-efface yeah. ourselves and and make ourselves small or be the aloof, perfectly rational person on the sidelines, you are both in it and you both need to be in it in order for this relationship yep. to function.
0: Yep. All right, my darling, we love you so much. We love your partner. And we believe in this. Thank you so much for sharing um, your pickle with us. We hope
1: this helps. Absolutely. We love you. All right, everyone. It is Friday. And on Friday, we set you up on a blind date, which is when we try and let you know about something that we think you're really going to like. And this week, we want to send you home with...
0: It's a podcast about writing. Y'all know I am on my novel writing journey, Mm -hmm, finally. mm -hmm. Um, And I have been spending my nominal free time listening to the podcast, The Shit No One Tells You About Writing. It's hosted by three writers slash literary agents slash editors. Like it it does a really great combination of uh, strengthening, you know, talking about actual Writing, you know, memoir, fiction, whatever, like, and actually strengthening your writing approaches, strategies. They have they interview published authors, and it's that is paired with conversations and strategies about how to pitch your book to um, book agents and to publishing houses, how to self publish, all of that thing. So I feel like it's a wonderful for me who always thinks of writing as not just like a creative endeavor, but as a career and as a job you know i feel like it's a really great overview of the industry on the creative spectrum all the way over to the like marketing and publishing spectrum you know it's both sides of the brain Mm. so to speak Mm -hmm. um and they've been around for a while so there's like a billion episodes and they do online workshops whatnot um so far Really been loving that resource. It's called The Shit No One Tells You About Writing. You can find it where you listen to podcasts, if you've ever heard of them.
1: (laughs) I love it. Uh, Thank you for recommending that. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you are interested in more content from us, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon, you can get an additional weekly episode as well as access to our episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash
0: you can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise.
1: Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a 5-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more broken-hearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice.
0: Just Breakup is a production of Duvid Media, original music recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis make sure to check out his podcast and his music on Spotify and remember two things can exist at the same time you can take care of yourself while being in a relationship you can caretake while prioritizing your own needs you can not understand why someone does something and still choose to trust them and move forward into vulnerability and the unknown two different things can be true at the same time that's the mantra of the week and if all else fails
1: just break up